They say the best things in life are free, but that's not true. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and give us your goddamn money. This week on the BAMFCast, not all aliens come from space. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCast. Hey, 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 BAMFCast. All right. Yeah. Yeah. A- episode numbers, yeah. I don't know. 539. 539, sure. <laughs> I should have looked. I, I had my tabs all fucked up. And I couldn't find it. Okay. Yeah. Understand. I hate that when your tabs are all fucked up. Sure. And you can only get Pepsi free. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. <laughs> what we do each and every episode. Big early 80s diet soda reference. <laughs> yeah. Coming in hot. I, that's you, Each and every episode, you get hot 80s diet soda jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by us. Uh, did I introduce ourselves already? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. fucking hell. We did. What, yeah. we, what is what is it happening? Why you're doing it? <laughs> we we have under siege dementia. Hey, hey man, you're the one sure. at the wheel. Oh, <laughs> I don't know where you're driving us, man. But. I just I I I secured the missiles. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. No, you blew them up. I just no. I, it was procedure. Uh, so what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it. Then they get ratings. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Robot, robot jocks. jocks. However, there are bad bad movies. It doesn't stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags and giant bags of trash. Boo. Yucky. A vessel of refuse. Toss them out. Indeed. Get them away from your face. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we are back with 1989 <laughs> Deep Star 6. Man. Deep Star 6. Yeah. A movie, movie that the Discord, the Discord was convinced we had watched already. I, for 10 straight minutes, was convinced we'd already watched this movie. You had, yes. No, I I had super hardcore deja vu with this movie. Like, harder than I've had in a long time with something that I clearly haven't seen for probably mm-hmm. at least 20 years. At least, probably closer to 30. And just saying, like, that movie started and I saw uh, Greg Evigan and um, what's-her-face Nancy... Ever, ever heard? Ever which sounds hard. like a porn name. But, ever hard. Um, and I was just like, I have seen this movie, and I feel like I've seen this movie recently. And it was just so much memory come back to me. I feel like I saw this, somehow saw this movie a lot as a child or young person. So I have a confession to make. Okay. Uh, we watched this 15 weeks ago for extra. Okay, thank you. You're just fucking, fucking with me is what you're telling me. I'm, no, I'm making that part up. Okay. We, we didn't watch this. <laughs> I'm I'm very say, easily susceptible to this. If you did, this. our search is broken on our site. I mean, I deleted I the episode so no one would know. Oh. I, no, I'm serious. You could fuck. That's how hard this movie hit me because I was yeah. just like, man, like this movie. Deep Star Six hits hard. No, I just no. say this movie. They they were like in a bunk, and I was just like, I've yeah, I've, I've not only bunk. have seen this movie, like I feel like I know what is coming next, except for like somewhere midway through, it was just like it all went away, and well, I was back on the trip. You know, I on mean, the ride. honestly, yeah. 1989 movie. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I would I would put money, almost anything we pick from 1988 through 1991, one of us has seen on VHS at some point sure. and completely forgotten. Especially if it's in the sci-fi or fantasy yep. era yeah. or section. Yeah. I told you that. Yeah. Yes. I, I would put money. One of us has seen it. And yes. we're like, and, and, and at some point in the movie, we go, I've seen this. Yeah. 
like I said, I'm still looking for that thing I thought like for a second when this movie started I was like holy fuck this might be that movie just because of like how hard this was hitting me I was like maybe it's a, a sub pod thing you know I keep having this recurring thing I gotta bring it back because I've I haven't talked about it in a while of the movie where like somebody is trapped in like an escape pod or what I thought was a broken down mech for the entire movie. And for a second, I thought it was this movie. I thought, oh, he could just be in a sub the whole movie. Like someone's at the bottom of the mm-hmm. ocean and maybe this is it. Cause like, that's how hard this movie is hitting me. Yeah. But mm, it's not that it's not that. It's no. not that. Anyway, it's an undersea movie. It's, it's familiar because every underwater monster movie since has been this movie. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> they're all the same. There's a motley crew of miners or whatever it is they're doing. And, yeah, they're fully grown. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there's a monster. And there will be undersea catastrophes. Uh. <laughs> They've all watched Alien. Yep. And said, how about if Alien was underwater? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where it's, yeah, just space trucker type people that all hate each other. I mean, because that's really, if you think about it, that's kind of what the plot of Alien is. Like They've been there too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone's just like sick of everybody They've else's shit. They've all been working together too long. The company is making them stay longer than they should. Mm-hmm. Not paying them enough. Not getting their bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're just in an echo chamber in space of bitching, basically. But this yeah. this might be the most unique what are they doing at the bottom of the ocean thing premise that no other movie has capitalized on. I don't even is, know what they were doing on the bottom They're clearing of the, ocean. the ocean floor to build a missile silo. But to, I, th- I think it's more like a permanent base because yeah. the, the one guy is basically like, we're going to have a missile silo, but once we can establish that we have a, you know, a permanent sustainable outpost here, we can do science shit here too. Yeah. It's just, you know, military but, first. Yes. It's sort of like the porn is the, you know, the technology paving way. Right. But, uh, the military is the, also another one. <laughs> it's fighting and fucking. That's where we get our technology from. Well, that's what's happening in Deep Star 6. Everyone's fighting and fucking. <laughs> yeah. More like Deep Star 69. Huh? Yes. You uh, are right. <laughs> you're cl- I, Not really. Cause yeah, they, you're they, actually pretty close. No, they were fucking because there's babies involved. Yeah. Yes. Like, you don't... There are at least you're doing two, something very wrong. There are two couples within yeah. Deep Star 6. Yeah. Um, One of which we don't know is a couple. No. One True. of which we're told is a couple from the first scene. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, well, the first one, it seems like it's more of a harassment situation, and then it turns out it's just, I don't know. It's just, just, yeah. love, it's just their yeah. weird little game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, let's talk about the cast. Yeah. Okay. Greg Evigan, uh, one, yeah. of, one of my two dads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantastic beard. The other one, the not God, Paul Reiser. good. Well, they couldn't get Paul Reiser. You know, so they were like, hey, we want to make aliens, but we can't get Paul Reiser. So get the other dad. Yeah. Yes. Um, Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. He is not a Banffcast alum. Somehow, his daughter. Oh wait, a no, he Hector is. Alum. Sorry, yeah, he is. I missed one. Yep, Metal Tornado. Yep. Mm. Yep. Sure. Metal Tornado. That's yeah. I can't. <laughs> is Metal Tornado the awesome one? We liked Metal Tornado. We liked it a lot. That's yeah. the one with Lou Diamond Phillips. Yep. But there's a Christmas one too, right? Christmas Twister. <laughs> is that it? Christmas Twister. No, yeah. Is that the Dean Cain one? No, that's no. This is the one where they no, keep running. Rush. They keep running outside of the mall. Yeah, but Christmas Twister had like that newscaster chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and we we liked that one too. The one okay. we didn't like was Tornado. Tornado exclamation oh, point. Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell yeah. yeah, yeah. That sadly was not the good one. Yeah, but yeah, Metal Tornado was good. But okay. uh, he was in Scorchy, so we might end up seeing Scorchy. <laughs> we someday. might watch Scorchy someday. Scorchy is a well. We'll get. It's to a it. thing. It's boy. It's okay. a thing. It's All a seventies right. thing. That's real dumb. Yeah. All right. uh, Miguel Ferrer. Yeah, mm-hmm. in this, mm-hmm. uh, he is not a Bam Castellum. I I find that hard to believe. I did too, but he is not a Bam Castellum. Okay, I just feel like I've seen RoboCop so many times that yeah, 
He's been in a lot of good shit. I'll tell you that because mm-hmm. he's Miguel Ferrer. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nia Peoples also yeah. not a Banff Castellan has been in Blues Brothers 2000, which sucks ass. I, you know, I've been super close to watching Blues Brothers 2000. Don't, 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 don't do no, it. I'm telling you as someone I like, <laughs> I had that same thought. I, I adore the Blues Brothers movie uh-huh. yeah. and I, I, I held off for a number of years saying never will I. Uh-huh. And then I did, and I wish I hadn't. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just throwing yeah, that out there. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. great. But she's also <laughs> that, from, that she, is that is pretty much everyone's reaction walking out of Blues Brothers 2000. Yeah. Like I wish I, I hadn't. Yeah. She's also in North Shore, which is one of my personal yes. favorite. I North like Shore. North Shore. North Shore is one of my favorite. Like it's like Gleaming the Cube, and mm-hmm. yeah, I love it. Yeah, Gnar- gnarly board, yeah. Gnar- uh, gnarly mask man. Yep. Also starring Matt McCoy. Mm-hmm. You've seen him recently in The Ice Road. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people know him as Lloyd Braun on Seinfeld. Sure. Okay. Or yeah. or not Steve Gutenberg. Not the Goot from yeah. the Police Academy series. Yep. Subst- uh, yeah, Subst- he's a replacement yeah. in five and six. <laughs> yeah. Steve Newtonberg. Uh, if if we ever get there, he's in Beethoven's fourth. Oh, well. Just throwing it out there. Oh, we'll Jeez, get there. I can't wait. We'll get <laughs> I there. I hope we get to the fifth one because it's going to be dum 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 dum. Yep. Also, uh, Cindy Pickett. Who's a Ferris Bueller's mom? Mm-hmm. She's in it. Yep. And otherwise, yeah, the the last two guys, not in anything we've ever done. All right. Not in anything you'd recognize. Sorry. All right. Guy with the chin strap is on Riptide. <laughs> well, there you go. Riptide. Well, there's also not Tim Conway in this for half a second too. Yeah. I called him Tim Proway. Yep. Yeah. Because he went the other way. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> uh, directed by Sean Cunningham, uh-huh. who did. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth, yeah, the original one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, but it's it's a bottle movie. It's like yeah. not a big cast. No, no. I mean, it's and, it's super budget Leviathan basically, and not 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 to say that like Leviathan was like some massive blockbuster of a movie, but it's Leviathan had way more money than this. Sure, yeah, <laughs> and, and all the money in this went into two sets and the puppet. I feel, yeah. Because I really like oh, the, the set, set dress, like yeah. the set dressing in this one. They're like, dude, we watched Alien. Yeah, set design. Let's is, let's is set ace. this in modern yeah. times, but make it look like Alien. Yeah, set, yeah. set design aces, uh, monster design, pr- pretty good. It's okay. It's a little uh, segment in the sea monsters for my taste, but uh, but it's a sea monster. I mean, well, no, I know, but it, that also doesn't look like a sea monster that looks like an hr puffin yeah. yeah well, well i mean and and the thing is like it's been ages since we watched leviathan like uh, that was a pre-chuck episode if i remember correctly right. so that's a long ass time ago and i watch it once a year so i seem to remember like this one shows more of the monster than leviathan ever does like uh, leviathan has one scene where they show it a lot you, right you get more you get a better look at the monster in this than you do in leviathan but because because of the structure of leviathan which is basically it's a weird it's a rip off of the thing basically yeah. mm-hmm. it it was never one thing to begin with so you always see chunks of it which is mm-hmm. basically all it is is weird random chunks like yeah. it'll just be a tree trunk with everyone's heads on it or something yeah it, it that's that's the weirdness of Leviathan is that they never knew what that thing was yeah, supposed to look this like. This just looks like a water Madagascar cockroach, which yeah. I mean is accurate because I mean they're basically like it's a giant arthropod by the end. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so yeah. I mean that is kind of what a cockroach is, sort of. But yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just saying it, it looks like a big giant slimy water cockroach. But like when, when you get to 
the the money shot of what the Leviathan thing looks like at it, it the camera lingers on it for about three seconds yeah. and that's because the final design of that thing is fucking goofy as shit mm-hmm. <laughs> this thing even though it varies in size throughout the entire film leading me maybe to believe there's a whole bunch of these things the movie is never clear on exactly what's going on I mean it explains the origin of this thing to death like obviously mm-hmm. you know exactly where it came from but like if there's just one of them, if there's a whole family of them, you don't know that. And you could you could wager that because in different scenes, it's different sizes. It somehow is able to manipulate through certain spaces. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, it apparently is dead at the end, but still manages to show up anyway, you know, yeah. and it looks like a guy in a suit at that point. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it also, I mean, they, do, they don't, the problem with this movie is... It, it has the Prometheus problem, and I, and I realize that's a dumb thing to say because this movie's way older than Prometheus. But I'm, I'm for now reason like you're making a point. I was going to yeah. Get I'm to just it, I'm but... saying like you know like I I feel like when, in screenwriting if like you know if your if your characters are supposed to be the smart ones like they're the scientists that are like doing a thing mm-hmm. you can't have them constantly make the dumbest decisions uh, any human could possibly make and then make the audience go like I buy this and yeah you know. That's why Alien is a masterpiece. Uh-huh. Alien will always be one of the best movies ever made because the characters in it are dumb characters, but they don't make dumb decisions. Circumstances force them into dangerous situations they didn't want to go into. Uh-huh. And that's why all the all of them, that's why things happen in that movie. There's a logical excla- explanation due to the events for everything. Uh-huh. Whereas movies like this just go, ah, he's dumb. Do dumb thing. And that's what happens. And then it's like, and, and Prometheus is the same way where it's like, oh, look, a cobra thing. Let me kiss it. You know, it's like, <laughs> that's, that's why right. I get so angry at that movie. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and movies <laughs> like this where you have intelligent characters that, and it's not even like panicky. Oh no. You know, like, like I ran up the stairs instead of going down, you know, right. like, yeah, the fight like, or flight response. I yes. Mean, you, some people can't help. Like that, I can you know. even, I can, I can forgive that in most right. movies. And again, like alien is a masterpiece because like every single situation, if you go, well, that seems dumb, it's accounted for. There's a complete explanation for it, but movies like this don't concern themselves with it. They go, okay, sure. well we got to make thing happen. And that's what this one does. Right. Yeah. Which gets frustrating. And thing basically happens because military needs thing on time schedule no time mm-hmm. to investigate anything else. Yeah. Fuck your concerns. And, and I think, yeah. I think what kind of works. I mean, what works with Alien? I mean, I you know, unfortunately, we're going to have to keep. We're going to keep bringing it up because it's a knockoff of it, Alien. Yeah, it is a complete yeah. direct knockoff. In you know, in the in the enclosed space, you know, mm-hmm. the we can't get out of here despite creature on board type situation. Mm-hmm. All of that, you know, like you know, because every other movie, like every Friday the Thirteenth and every other like supernatural thing, you're like. Get the fuck out of the camp. Like, mm-hmm. just get on the road and start fucking running. Like, you yeah. are not trapped. Like, you know, yeah. like, like, but this is like, you're underwater. You can't go anywhere. You're fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't even know where I was going that. They, but, they do but, give oh, good oh, oh, reasons oh. as to why they're trapped. Like, right. the reasons they're trapped make sense. Yeah. But the reasons they're trapped is because of their own fucking stupidity. Yeah. But what I was going to say, why why Alien works and, kind, and why things like this kind of don't is... Alien, like, everyone's angry and, you know, pissed off and, you know, angry at their situation. But, like, you still see that, like, there are factions. Like, you know, like, people are still, like, it's still the maintenance guys against the captain. It's still, like, Mm -hmm. these people are, like, you know, not everybody hates fucking everybody. And everyone in this hates everybody, except for the two couples 
well, one couple is the only one that seems amicable. The mm-hmm. other one, like we didn't realize was actually a couple. We thought he was just sexually harassing her at work. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, no one ever has that like, ah, yeah, you know, like, well, at least we're on the same team. And we, were just, also, we were just giving shit. Everyone's just like, like, you mean you want me to hit record on a fucking VCR? Eat a dick. And it's like, dude, fucking push a button. And like, you wasted so much more time bitching than yeah. pushing the goddamn button. Which mm-hmm. is actually realistic to most workplaces. Eh, maybe. But, but, but it also speaks to a problem that this movie has is people don't react properly. Yeah. Like, like people's emotions shift way quickly and and they don't it like it's it's almost like the movie's in too much of a hurry to let people process anything that's happening mm-hmm. because like it, there's a character who dies that matters and the people talk about him dying and are like and, and like are already over it mm-hmm. like like they they've skipped three phases of grief and they're on to you know like uh <laughs> whatever it is What's that? Acceptance. That's yeah, the yeah. They, they moved on to acceptance, and like the guy literally died. Like, like not even not even screen time. Like literal time in the movie. Like five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Those were good times." And it's like, dude, you just saw him ripped in half. Like, well, he he didn't actually. Well, well he was I doing. He, Greg Evigan was doing his best to make sure the captain was ripped in half. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's just mad at everybody, and everybody's just like, "Hey, you know." Everyone's basically acting like a seventh grader with like, you know, like the teacher's like, hey, um, this is the part where we're going to sit down and watch a movie. It's your best favorite thing. And somebody's going to be like, oh, man, I don't want to watch a movie. And it's yeah. like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, like, just like, you know, like, hey, we're going to have, uh, you know, your favorite thing, peanut butter and you know, pancakes and whatever your favorite <laughs> meal is. And so, oh, I hate that now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eat a dick. Just yeah. <laughs> I mean, they for half a second try to yeah. like do the whole. We've been down here too long. Past our, you know, our, we're supposed to go topside. This sucks. Mm-hmm. But the shit that they are complaining about is the lamest yeah. possible. It's it's not like you know, alien. They go out of their way to investigate this thing, and they have to. They sit around and they debate with each other for a long time. Like, are we going to do this? Is the money worth it? Blah blah blah. You know, they eventually decide, okay, fine, the overtime will be worth it. Yeah, well, I mean, they forfeit any money. Like, they basically void the trip yeah. that they've made. Yeah. They've, they've wasted their time if they don't go do that. Right. Like I said, Alien, yeah. yes, it had 50 fucking script passes. <laughs> right. Because literally, and anyone had any question, like, all right, here's how we address it. Yeah. And it all made it into the movie. Yeah. But and, the, and not in a patronizing way either, like some movies where it's just yeah. like, you have oh, that yeah, question right. and it's like, oh, you see what happened over here was. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, God. No, not, none of that. But everyone in this is just cranky and mm-hmm. about stupid. They're all just having trivial tantrums about yeah. just but, but, but doing no, random things. Like, nobody hey, I got to walk over here. Yeah. Nobody is being the adult. Like, even the captain is just like, yeah, shut up and do your job. Or, you yeah, know, it's like, like he kind of fucks with the like one guy say, who says something about it. You know, like there's there's just several situations of this that if communication was just not just assholery, mm-hmm. you know, then like nothing would have happened. You know, it's just like you would just be like, hey, I need a reading on this or we can't read the reach this person. Be like, all right, I'm on it. And then it probably would have gotten resolved. Right. You know, like instead now, of- having been in work situations where there's one guy who fucking hates his life and wants everyone to know it, that can make the rest of you feel like shit and you just want to curl up into a ball and not do anything. I get that. And that's Miguel Farrar's character in this because he seems to have been down there longer than anybody else and he's starting to lose it. 
and he's you know like the doctor lady is like you we will get you out of here like i i can yeah there's something off with you we, we should get yeah. you out of here uh and she's like oh, we just have to do this one thing right this one thing that's all we have to do just fucking chin up for this one last fucking thing and let's do it right which the, you're not even part of right you just you have just to stay sit there. on the ship while they do it yeah you sit there and do run communications or whatever and the thing that they have to do basically is that there's a cavern underneath the the ocean floor where they're trying to level it out to build this thing they just need to go check it out that's mm-hmm. it just see if it's stable make sure you know put the charges there but you know level it off go and like science lady who's down there, she's like, I want to check that out. And they're all like, nope, no time. No time for science. None yeah. whatsoever. It's like, why are you even here, lady? Why did they bring you? Yeah. Uh, and that's where it all goes wrong because they blast open the cavern. Deep Star Six monster comes out, which there's no name for this thing. Like you nope. can't call it anything. You can't call it Leviathan. You can't call it, you know, because no, Deep Star Six is their ship. Right. It's obvious. There's no name for this thing. Yeah. It's the Deep Star Six monster. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, also Leviathan wouldn't really be apt either. because no, This thing is not. tiny and changes size all the time. Yeah. Sometimes it's huge. Sometimes it, yeah. it can rum, you know, the, ram yeah. entire pod. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, sometimes it's large enough to, like, ram entire undersea structures yes. off mm-hmm. of its. And then it's, you know, then, and then it's, it, it can then fit it through a hatch. Through, yeah. Fits through a little door. <laughs> um. So. But yeah, so they, they they let the thing out, and it... Yeah, because they were too lazy to pull in the probe. Yes. The guys just did, were like, nah, yeah, just leave it. And they, you know, it, it just, it, it's a chain reaction of bad things happening because this thing is pissed off at light. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's actually the opposite. The, that thing eats the, like, breaks the chain on the probe, so yes. they're like, oh no, we're going to get fined for getting the probe, let's go get it. Uh, you know, so they go fishing for mm-hmm. the probe, and the thing eats them, and then... It's it's never clear. Yeah. The movie gives you several yeah. theories as to what it's doing. It's either angered by light or thinks the light is a food source. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But a little bit of both. It yeah. just. But I mean, the chain reaction that happens is these guys get attacked with it. the The team that's responding to them mm-hmm. isn't like overly excited about them going. Oh God, Mayday! What the fuck? Right. They're like, guys, what's going on? Excuse me? Yeah. You know, and, and and then it's like, oh, we've lost him. And then when they call to Miguel Ferrer, they're like, we need the captain right now. And he's like, ah, he's busy. And they're like, dude, they, like two of our team. Captain's pooping. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> he's two, swabbing the poop deck. How many, people, how many people are on this? Eight? Uh, let's see. There's captain. There's the Australian. There's the doctor lady. I forgot about the Australian. There's the four, the four fuckers, like the people that are fucking. Yeah. And then there's Farrow. the other two guys, and then there's the Russian dude. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about yeah, Pe- yeah, I forgot about Spider-Man's, yeah, yeah, Spider-Man's landlord. Yeah. So there's ten people. Two of your ten people are missing now. Mm-hmm. And Miguel Ferrer's like, eh, I guess I'll go get him. Fine. Yep. You know, and then they miss the distress call because there's nowhere here there to answer because the the Deep Star Six attacks mm-hmm. there the ship that has uh, the Russian dude and Greg Evigan's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Nancy Everhard. Nancy Everhard. <laughs> this really sounds like a board name. Yeah. It's a good name. Yeah. But the thing is, too, like, I feel like they barely ever say anybody's name. In they this don't, movie. which yeah, is I, the weird thing. Which because... is why we can't really describe who these because her name is actually Joyce. Okay. Joyce? Joyce it's... Collins. Okay. It's weird. For a movie that doesn't show the monster until 65 minutes into the film, and it uses most of that time to build up its characters 
to not know anybody's fucking name yeah. is it's a cardinal nuts. sin. Nuts. We complain about it so often on this show. Yeah. And then there's a what, is, what was it? McQueen McCree McBride McBride yeah because I kept yeah. saying McFried and you know he's going to be my husband because mm-hmm. there's one point he proposes to her so the only yeah. reason his name is memorable is because it's McBride and there's a wedding proposal right with him That's, and she says it a bunch at the end she does yeah she screams and it, it a feels lot. weird because this is her future husband who she will not call by his first name yeah call him Jim or whatever yeah. the fuck his name is yeah Tommy Perfect anyway. Beard. But yeah, so so they the captain doesn't get their distress call mm-hmm. until they get like Miguel Ferrer picks up the headsets like, "Hey guys, where are you?" And it's they're basically they're like those guys are fucked. Like there's no at any time there's no urgency about it. No, but but I mean like when the when the call goes that we've got to get to see what's happened to uh, the Russian guy and Nancy Everhard. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> We need we need to pronounce it like that every time. Everhard. Look right in the camera. And Joyce. Say, Look at me when I say Nancy Everhard. Um, no one ever mentions the the two people in the, who were doing the remote camera work ever nope. again. They are forgotten. They are just like they must be dead, mm-hmm. and they are. But, but there's no I reason can, for anyone to assume so that. Sorry, you're dead. I'll miss you. <laughs> I can somewhat forgive that because the movie starts moving quickly. Sure, from it that does. Point it forward. does start going, but yeah, it's just like those people are dead. The the people in this thing are in trouble. We got to go get yeah. them. See what's up. Yeah, because if there's one thing I'll give this movie credit for is it moves. There, it does eventually. There is, yeah, I I feel like the beginning isn't super slow. There's there's establishment, but there, like there's there's several scenes of like prolonged transportation and docking procedures yeah. and stuff. But I mean, like it it very much wants you to understand the docking procedure right. of this mini sub, and it never comes into play. And in like, not really. No. Oh no, we've broken the yeah like, dock. Oh no, or, the, it, it didn't seal. It's, so, yeah, yeah. But yeah. The, the amount of times they show you the procedure of this, you're like, that's coming up again. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and like I said, I'm not I'm not here to pick on movies and their their budgets and their special effects. But I mean, when if we're comparing it to Leviathan. It's just that this movie relies on a lot of uh, miniatures and yeah. backdrops and things. And even to like its in scene basically takes place in the Truman Show tank. I mean, like yeah. literally the same tank from the Truman Show. Like the sky is back there where yep. he gets off and walks. It's like it's the same thing from the same lot. You know, mm-hmm. it's the same. It's like it, there's a lot of like, yep, well, m- movie. You know, it's funny because I watched t- tangent here, but it's related. Yeah. I watched uh, Spider-Man No Way Home mm-hmm. this weekend. Mm hmm. I could tell which scenes were shot in that room with the big ass LED screen. Yeah. Really. You can tell immediately what scenes are like that. And this is that same feeling. And it's like, wow, we really haven't gotten that far. Have we? Yeah. Because I, mean, I it, it it's the same feeling where it's like, wow, they're standing in a room and that's a backdrop behind them. Yeah. I, and, I, I feel like at some point we're going to get the rear projection lighting, right? I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's still what we're calling it. I'm calling it. I mean, it's still basically rear projection yeah. with the LED screen. It's, I, yeah, COVID fucked the way that movie looks. Uh, uh, I think if they had been shooting it on schedule and had the amount of production time they needed, it would have looked better. Sure. It's the same reason why Mandalorian looked good and then Boba Fett looked like ass. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, but it's the same teams work. Like, how come? Yeah. What the fuck? So, yeah. And also, anyway, Robert Rodriguez directed a bunch of episodes. So, yeah. he's all right. Mm. He's fine. He's too budget conscious. Yeah, elite, he, elite is he had to save all that money for Danny fucking Trejo. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure. I like Alita. You should watch Alita. 
I, I know. I'll I'll get around to it. But. Elite is pretty good, even for being super fucking anime. Mm. He used his yeah. money wisely but, on that. Anyway, but, but anyway, yeah, the yeah, backdrop so at the end is is literally the yes. Truman Show tank. Yeah, I, I and just it mean looks it. when when I I wouldn't make fun of you if you don't want stretches of your movie to be like, look at this fantastic voyage we're on, and mm. literally looks like the fucking fantastic voyage. I'm just saying, like you know, like. That was wonderful in the '60s. It doesn't look so good in 1989, and you know, like it just kind of looks silly when you're like, "Wow, they're they're underwater mm-hmm. now." Maybe yeah. Chuck, I mean, Chuck kept saying it like, "Oh, look, they're underwater," because it's just you know, like I love fake underwater. I really, well, it's just I, I you know, really they, they love put it. The, they put the the thin layer of fish tank in front of you with like the couple of bubbles, so you're yeah. like, "Look, it's underwater." Yeah, I really love that. Yeah. Uh, just for comparison's sake. Mm-hmm. The budget on this movie was eight million. Mm-hmm. The budget on Leviathan was twenty five. Mm. So it's yeah. a lot more. That's yeah. all. That's a little more than three times as much. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and and I'll just note during a lot of those underwater scenes, mm-hmm. uh, they use a lot of the, I don't want to call it upbeat, but Harry Man Manfredini is mm-hmm. a composer. Did mm-hmm. basically all of the Friday Thirteens. He did. Um. But he just does all of the upbeat music from Alien, like basically like the waking up the pods type, like yeah. basically the, like it's like they could have used the temp track for that and just make this. Probably did because every every bit of music that is a ship going through something underwater has that like, oh, this is an amazing discovery music mm-hmm. and. I don't know. It, An amazing discovery that no one who is currently seeing it gives a shit about. It's the amazing yep. discovery, the the low budget version of Fantastic Voyage. Yes. Yeah. Oh wow, amazing yeah. discovery. Yeah, but, but you a, know exactly a, what music okay I'm talking trip. about. Yeah, I do. Like, yeah. like you can hear it in your head right yes. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so I mean, this thing rams the hell out of the the remote base mm-hmm. that's there, and Russian guy gets his legs crushed. He eventually dies. Yeah, more like crushing. <laughs> Uh, Greg Evigan's Nancy Everhart is there just she like tries to keep him awake but yeah. he dies anyway and mm-hmm. so the captain and Greg Evigan show up to rescue her and the captain gets crushed by the door basically mm-hmm. the, they, they yeah. have to wedge the door open the wedge breaks free as he's the last one to go through almost cuts him in half my brain said it did cut him in half because that's what my brain remembered from watching this as a kid. Mm-hmm. That's not what happens at all. No. It just crushes him. Greg Evigan is so convinced that he's just going to be able to grab onto his arms and pull him through this thing. But it's just going to... Yeah, if he does that, it's just going to yeah. scrape... Oh, the, it's going to de-glove his dick, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, the cap, Which is the worst phrase I've ever said. That is awful. And I'm glad that I wasn't paying attention to really get the full brunt of it. Um mm. The the captain is just like, I got to make them go. I'm going to hit the flood button on this. And it just immediately floods everything. Mm-hmm. And like the lady's like, yeah, I get the message. I'm gone. And Greg Evigan's like, no, nah, I can I can save the captain. I can pull him through this thing. Yeah. Even if he's half the man he used to be. Yeah. yeah. But does eventually. he even does the captain even say anything before no. hitting the button? He just reaches up and hits the flood he, button. He, he for a there's While the purge he, button and the flood button. As as he could speak, he just says the go yeah. on without me, get out of here. That's says order. that a couple times, and then he's just like, bip. Mm-hmm. He yeah. doesn't say, I'm going to make the choice for yeah. you. Yeah. I'm going to threaten your life. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, they <laughs> this, get out. This year's annual purge yeah. is upon us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the two of them get out. And for once, somebody has a proper reaction. He starts crying. He's like, he's like overwhelmed. He's like, fuck. Yeah. Because apparently <laughs> fuck. he was friends with the captain. Yeah. Mm. But we... Yeah, Never you wouldn't see you wouldn't any know of that, that, really. I mean, they talk a little bit when the sub on the way down. 
I yeah, guess you have a conversation where he's like, you should marry that girl. And he's like, ha ha, I'm yeah, a, she's a seal and I'm just a sub jockey. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And I, yeah. I hold her back. And then he's like, yeah, but you could be an officer. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's son like, of, I'm just saying, it's, he's a little more familiar yeah. than he probably should be with his captain just because he's like, ah, he's son of a bitch. But that's like, the thing. That's why this workplace sucks is because their boss is just like, hey, get over here, guy. Mm-hmm. Let me noogie. You know, it's just yeah. like. No, fucking tell people to shape up. <laughs> yeah, and meanwhile, back well, up. Well, they can't ship out. <laughs> back up in the, choice. that's why. I guess, okay. in the main Deep Star 6 area, whatever it is. <laughs> meanwhile, back in the main yeah. Deep Star 6 area. Uh, Nia Peoples, who we haven't talked about, who's the science officer, mm-hmm. wanted to investigate. The, the Australian guy's like, nah, no time. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. So she just works out and then takes a shower. And this is when Lloyd Braun shows up and is just like, hey, because she runs out of water. Underwater. Underwater. <laughs> runs out of water. Needs someone's key card to use it. And we're they just like... water rations. And the, water, yeah, yeah, and the thing is, like, he has just been harassing the shit out of her this entire movie. That's a real thing. And they're she has not been reciprocated. Yeah. No, not the, the water <laughs> rationing on know, ships and things. Yes. I know. But either way, like, she has not reciprocated. Anything. She has been, like, just annoying them. We're like, wow, workplace harassment. Welcome to the 80s. And but the it, 90s. It doesn't help. And the 2000s. Well, it doesn't. And the 2010s. <laughs> yes. And the 2020s? Yeah, and the 2020s. Well, I mean, yeah, still early, but probably. Jury's out, but yeah. Well, you we're, know, people yeah. are just getting back to work. They're not, they're, yeah. It, it hasn't happened for yeah. They're ramping it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. But but anyway. It's like back, he, back to work sale. But this is when we realize, oh, they're a couple, because he gives her the key card, and then they just start making out in the shower. We're right. like, oh, oh, all, I, all right. I just, while, if we're on the subject, it, it, look, if we're looking at this from a modern day PC lens, which fine. If we're looking at if this is the area that we're viewing this movie for a second, Mm -hmm. we've just seen her kind of like repeatedly harassed apparently by this guy, by Lloyd Braun, and then like you know just brushed off by uh, the Australian dude, and then it's just like oh harumph, let me go take a a braless you know row and then a, a naked shower, you know, and it's just like most showers are naked. Well, I mean, most showers are naked. I'm just saying, like you know, it's like. It was just like wow. Matt McCoy like, wasn't naked, and no. he got a shower. That's true. I'm just saying I, it was just like one of those like wow. I wonder if this is directed by a guy. I mean, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, it didn't go full on like you know. That's not what led me to believe it was directed by a guy. It, what led me to believe it was directed by a guy is that bras are outlawed on well, Deep Star oh, Six. Yeah. <laughs> that, that too. I and mean, the AC and the, is current temperature <laughs> is twenty. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I am not trying to be a piggish man about this, but it's just like when a lady walks into a room, nipples first. You're like. All right. Two things come to mind. There are no bras on the set and the temperature is 20 degrees. Yeah. I understand what's happening here, mm-hmm. but it's like, okay. Yeah. No, no. I, <laughs> I, I, yes. I just think maybe it's just, maybe it's, maybe it's all of it leading up to that when it was just like, when that scene happened, I was just like, well, I don't think it's going to happen because it's needed people's, you know? And I mean, mm-hmm. like, you know, you yeah. know, that's not who you hire for a scene like, you know, for your gratuitous nudity scene, but it was just like, come on guys. Like, like I, I was I'm just saying, like, there was a point in a movie where I was starting to turn on it mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, when it's just like a little bit too much, like, I wonder how they arrived at the airport, you know, scenes. <laughs> and then, uh, and then it was just like, oh, look, she's sweaty. Not that she's not a lovely lady. This is not where mm-hmm. I'm coming from. And I'm not saying I don't like seeing ladies naked, but there's a time and a place. You're saying it was wasting time. It, it's wasting yeah. time. Yeah. And, it, and it's also, it's just like, there's a certain point when it's like the camera becomes gross and you're like, no. Yeah. There's there's no reason to like be looking at her sweaty midriff right here. Like there's just no reason for the camera to land there. Like yeah. it's nice, but also no. Like <laughs> it's you know, nice. mm-hmm. 
But also, yeah. Yeah. And really, but really, the only thing this scene establishes is that, okay, these two are a couple, mm-hmm. which could have been done a lot more efficiently at any other point in the movie. Sure. It's a swerve. Or maybe she just, maybe they weren't. And she was just like, I really. She need, gave in yeah, at that point. Yeah. Like, well, you've seen me Just naked. like Grandpa said. I really You just got to wear them down. Yeah. <laughs> she needed fresh water and mm-hmm. had a brand new pair of roller skates. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what? <laughs> And he had a brand new key. Yeah, I got that. It's, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, I'm here with yes. you. I'm here with his old man reference. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. All right. A- anyway. Off that alarm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's what's going on back there. So Greg Evigan gets back. Well, well the thing that's is, what's like, going on back. Well, well, the thing is, Greg Evigan and Nancy Everhard get back, and they're fine now. Mm-hmm. Like, like they had their little breakdown in the shuttle or whatever, mm-hmm. and then on the way back, and then he gets back, and Lloyd Braun's like, "Man, I heard about the captain." Yeah. Pretty rough. I went through his stuff. Here's a picture we found of you guys together. I figured you might want it. Found this picture in his stuff. And Greg Evigan is just like, thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Really cool. He just died. Like, yeah, like (laughs) he died literally five minutes ago. Yeah, they had some time to decompress. (sighs) (laughs) No, goddamn. All right, fine. Fine. Come on. Fine. It's Uh, right. It's. it's But yeah, but but this continues the whole like. And they're like, okay, well, that mission's fucked. The other thing's fucked. So we might as well just go. But first, we got to decompress, and then we'll get out there. The doc's like, four of us are dead. I think that's excuse enough enough to leave. To to get out. Except the military guy is like, yeah, but we got to secure the missiles first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and, and (laughs) Miguel Farrar, can I trust you to do that? (laughs) Fuck you. All right. (laughs) He's like, I think I know how to secure the missiles. Thank you very much. Yeah. He doesn't. Boy, does he not. Yeah, because yeah, this... he goes back to the computer and... Kids, you know, if there's one thing I can say, don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. Don't ever well, be afraid does, to ask for help. He does, and they're like, just fucking put something in, man. Okay. Because he goes back to the computer and is like, all right, we got to secure the missiles. And it's like, why are you sec- why are you abandoning the missiles? Why, Dave? If you are disarming <laughs> nuclear weapons, do not be afraid to ask for help. <laughs> yeah. 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 But the computer gives him a multiple choice quiz. Oh, yeah. Like, please explain why we are securing the missiles. One's like shift change, and then one's like natural occurrence, and the third was aggression. Yeah. Would you like to play a game? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. Is the computer going to be the reason that they can't get away? Like, the computer's going to consp- technically conspire with the, the monster to be like, aggression, huh? I'm shutting it down. You people aren't leaving. Because mm-hmm. that's what would happen. But yeah. basically, yeah, it's it's your honorary ash. <laughs> well, you know, I, it was, you know, the, the computer yeah, I mean, and the thing I mean, Miguel was like, Ferreira is also like your honorary Ash. Yes. Kind of easy. Right. Well, the, there is a point where it's like, dude, are you working for the monster? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's this point because he. OK, so he's presented with this multiple choice question that the computer is asking him. He's not perplexed by why the computer is suddenly like if Mike, if I'm going to IMDb and the computer's like, I need you to answer this question as to why you're doing that. I'd, I'd be like. I'm throwing this computer through a window. Yeah. Like, how fucking dare you? Yeah, uh, it's not like you're clicking which box has a yeah, motorcycle. Yeah, in it. yeah tell exactly. me which one has a stop sign. And yeah. I don't know if the crosswalk is actually in this square or not. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> he gets on the radio and is like, "Hey, uh, how would you classify what we're doing? Is it that was the thing that attacked you natural or was it aggressive?" And she's like, "Oh, it was aggressive." And he's like, "All right, C aggression." And the computer's like, "Fire the missiles." And, no, he, and there's no does, fail safe. There's no, no it, like confirmation. No, that's what's even worse. Okay, this is where it truly fully fucking Prometheus is 
out yeah. because the computer is like, I, I'm sitting there, I'm yelling at the screen, do not press C. C is the none of the above, as in you will all be dead and you yeah. will not be above mm-hmm. the ocean at the end of this movie. Right. Um, and clearly it's just like, well, if aggression is the thing, then clearly blowing up the nuclear or the we- the weapons is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And it starts a countdown or it says, we're going to self-destruct the oh, weapons. No, it just tells him, yeah. go, go get the yes. key. And, and because, start the process. But I'm saying the screen is like, okay, well, if it's aggression, self self destruct the missiles. That's that's the way. Yeah. Cut to like other people going like, well, I don't know. We should probably get some science stuff out of here. And then he's like bringing over the nuclear football case and plugging in the keys and everything and going, well, all right, time to hit the button. Yep. And at no point going, <laughs> hi guys, when you said secure the missiles, did you mean secure or blow them the fuck up? Because yeah. I just yeah. I want to be clear here. It's not like he's. I opening... want to be nuclear. He's he's not he's not. He's not opening the case that secures the missiles. It's very clearly a launch sequence yes. that he's doing. Yes. He, and you know, goes through the whole thing. And, and I guess my brain like erased that part because I'm like, there's no way he would have gone through the whole process. He, he to does. Launch totally him. does. He does. And then everyone runs in like, what the fuck did you do? And he's like, I did what I was supposed to do. And they're like, you fucking idiot. He's yeah. like, what? He's like, protocol. <laughs> I followed protocol. I did what I was supposed to do. And it and- fucks up. Every crucial thing on the station. Every yeah, because they're right next to a nuclear blast. Well, yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> Underwater. It's, yes. A, it's a good ways away, but the shockwave, of course, fucks with the entire station. Force 20. Tears, well, sure, whatever that means. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a Category 6. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> It's a Christmas Twitter. <laughs> it's the first F6. Uh, but anyway, it's basically it just rocks the whole station. So, they're you know, it's like five, ten minutes of them running around putting up braces and, you know, lots more like brawless wet people mm-hmm. running around going, oh, do okay. the cr- crank the thing and do the thing. The and- thing they have to put the brace up for with that, that whatever that thing that buckles looks like fucking just rubber mm-hmm. <laughs> bullshit. It's like, but what did you construct this well, station? I mean, man, <laughs> Lloyd Braun gives a real good take running over to stop okay. to, to <laughs> oh, shore yeah. it up because he like runs forward and like does like the actual backpedal thing. Like, oh, bu- 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 yeah, the Scooby-Doo like, Zoinks. yeah. <laughs> slips falls to panics sure. tries to get up slips on the floor as he's yeah. trying to get his feet going and runs the other way yeah, yeah. and then they do the whole brace but, up yeah, thing and that, like, that eventually then they're just like well now with all this shit now the internal reactor is going critical too so which you know matt mccoy is like good job miguel ferros feel fucking blow yeah. up two nukes in one day we're all fucked man yeah. game over he's yeah. like it's not my fucking fault yeah. he <laughs> said like, secure the missiles i secured the missiles you sons of bitches yeah so it's it, not then, Snyder's of fault. course, then the whole thing's just, you know, then the whole place is just fucking falling apart until, you know, not Leviathan decides to show up. Well, they, yeah, what they do is they have Lloyd to fi- Braun goes into the out the out of the. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. Out of the outdoor suit, you know, the big diving bell type. <laughs> well, OK, thing. like everything's fucked and they've all resigned themselves to everything's fucked. But the doctor lady says, can't we just reroute this to this? And everyone's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but at that point everyone else again we're dead we're fucking dead we might as well just eat our guns right now yeah because they only have seven <laughs> hours of air yeah. but the thing's gonna go critical and, in and five hours yeah and they don't have time to decompress right. the, the the escape pod yes. to be able to get up there fast but, but ferris bueller's well, yeah. mom is just like well can't we just redirect this to this and then use that to do this and they're like oh yeah actually i think it was joyce or ever hard oh yeah but it doesn't matter somebody mm-hmm. somebody not wearing a bra was like we should probably put this cable over them. here and mm-hmm. do a thing and then we'll have air and we that's can, that's we why can the decompression. ends up outside yeah. is because there's a thing outside yeah. that has to be redirected mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so and, they, they put him in the suit that's on the box 
He gets it. And if you've seen the box, you're like, oh. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. So he does the thing outside, and then all of a sudden, just blah, 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 blah. And everyone's like, <laughs> what the hell's happening? I don't know. Bring yeah. him back in, I guess. And so they do. <laughs> and they're because the suit is huge, it's not easily maneuverable or anything. So they've got to use a crane to yeah. bring him they're in. Like, Are you Buzz Lightyear? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um so they're craning him in, and as the suit comes up, you see him in there screaming, no, don't. And they're like, can't hear you, bro. It's okay. We got you. Just chill out a second. And they pull him up. He's fine, but he's still just dangling over this hatch. And then all of a sudden, the monster <laughs> comes up. Yeah. Well, I think it's Miguel Ferrer actually says there's something in the airlock yes. with him. Yes. And it comes up. It bites him in half. And then the machinery is just like dangling his half body over everybody. Yeah. He's like, hey, check this shit out, everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he now just, it's over here. Yeah, he's he hanging out of that. He suddenly thing. becomes the haunted mansion, just spooky ghosts. Just, yeah. Yes. Yes. And everyone's like, oh, dear God. And Miguel yeah. Ferrar is losing his fucking mind. Yep. Yes. He's, he's the first one out of the room. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the other ones are scrambling to get out. Like his the the Lloyd Braun's girlfriend Nia Peoples is just freaked out. Like she's not handling the fact that he's just been torn in half. Not well, no. uh, obviously. Not well it's, at all. It, she she for happen like basically like, like hers is justified. Yeah, she's just seen her boyfriend or whatever ripped sure. in half. Mm-hmm. She's a little bit in shock here. Her but, McCoy boy, toy but yeah, but yeah. she gets separated because she's on the other side of the room from where the exits are. Yes, right. So she has to kind of deep blue sea for half a second up on a table, which I, you know, I thought mm-hmm. it was like, oh, I'm going to have to stand up on the table and you can't get me. But yeah. the thing just hits the table, knocks her off and eats her immediately. Yeah. But it's Ferris Bueller's mom, the Australian guy and Miguel Ferrer all like run out the, out the, out the door. Right. Is that the deal? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, they the, Australian, the Australian guy, did, did he get knocked in the head when the, when the, uh, when the bombs blew up or did he get knocked in the head when this happened? It does. It's one yeah. at one but, of these yeah. points. But, but anyway, like, so Nia Peoples gets at kind of sort of off screen. She falls off the table and then just sort of <laughs> yeah, like, and it's sort of like blood. You blah, get blah, the blah, red, yeah. blood, red water. Um, yeah. So they've killed two of them off super quick. Yeah. yeah. But Miguel Ferrar has locked the door before Greg Evigan and Nancy Everhart got out of there. Right. Yeah. And they're up there banging on the door and the doctor lady comes in like, the fuck let them in you dumb idiot and he's just like can't no mm, stuff and you know (laughs) yeah he's he's begun the space dementia at this point he has Mm -hmm. so what happens is they're like weapons we're gonna kill that fucking thing yeah we've got shotguns not before greg evigan beats the shit out of him oh yes he does yes and miguel ferrer's just like the fuck man like i follow protocol (laughs) i did what i was supposed to do yeah uh, so they're like, knock it off. Let's get the weapons. Let's but do this. For all the like, okay. So just for people being weird, and it's another case of it. For him having bitched and complained about everything that he's ever had to do, that was his actual job. Mm-hmm. He accepts his ass kicking rather quickly and well. I'm just saying, he gets his ass kicked, and then Mila's just like, "Hey, why don't you go to the thing?" He's like, "Yeah, you're right. I, I probably deserve that." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just it's like mm-hmm. you know, there's still a piece of him that knows he shouldn't he be doing up. this. Yeah, I, I suppose. Done, fucked up. I yeah. suppose, but I'm just saying, like you know, you would think that this would be the point where he's just like, yeah, be on that thing. yeah. No, they got it. Yeah. They they do a good job elevating his right. underwater dementia because <laughs> so mm-hmm. they get well, the, yeah they get they go get the the shotguns. They got the marine style underwater shot you know metal shotguns uh-huh. they got the shark poons the you know the air guns style yeah. things yeah which we go for air is all like he freaks out because oh the cartridges are expired it won't work and <laughs> so they nancy s- ever hard mm-hmm. jams it into the seat underneath him and yeah. the seat immediately inflates yeah. he's like, so we now understand what these things do it's yeah. a very good way to explain what to expect out of whatever the fuck mm-hmm. these spears are 
it's good to know because yeah. it's a real thing. <laughs> I know it's yeah, a real oh, yeah. thing, but most people have no idea what this what okay, this is. It sure. was it, when we watched the shark movie. It was right. the same thing using the the shotgun spears that they had. It was just like what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so they all go back into the room and are. Like, yeah, we're going to kill this thing. So another thing about this thing's size is that it is able to hide underwater without moving, and no one knows where this fucking thing is. Right. It's huge and a different color than the water. And they're in, like, chest-deep water. Yes. Chest-deep, I would say. And this room is not that big. It's maybe the size of our theater. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is not that big. It's a living room. Yes. They're in a living room. Not not for long, though, really. I mean... No, then it's a dying room. (laughs) And one of them like throws out. I think Greg Evigan is throwing out strobes. Uh, yeah, because not strobes. All, yeah, <laughs> all kind of the neat people was the one who was like it light, you know. And then he was just like, "All right, everybody, turn your flashlights off." Because yeah. like as soon as they get in, he like remembers this. And then I, yeah, they threw they like, throw some strobes out, and he's like photomenosis. He remembers whatever. it because his ship got attacked yeah. by it trying to get back, and yeah. he shut the lights off, and that's how it mm-hmm. went away. It left them alone. Right. And this was before they knew what even what it was or that anything had it had attacked yeah. anything. Yeah. So they kind of creep around for a minute, and like I, I don't know, I guess maybe it's not here, or it's not out. And he's like, well, all right, I'm going to go fix the thing. Um, dives underwater, has one violent resurfacing to which everybody's like, <gasps> it almost shoots him. And he's like, all right, I almost got it. It goes back one other time. And he's like, cool, got it. Like, no drama. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Everhard's just like, behind you! And out comes not Leviathan, pops him out of the water. And mm-hmm. This is uh, like the first real money shot of this yeah. thing where you're like, oh, cool. Yeah. And then immediately, <laughs> yeah. like, I guess, like, I mean, it is such chaotic action shooting that this thing just kind of pops up that everybody's just like, all right, all the shotguns and shark poons. But somehow, Australian dude, I guess, was just like, oh, fuck, I'm going to run. Turns around and runs into Miguel Ferrer. No, it tri- he trips backwards. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Miguel Ferrer really did not do this on purpose. Yeah. He's just holding the spear. Yeah. Dude falls back onto it mm-hmm. and immediately like turns around and looks at his chest, which is expanding. Right. And then it explodes. Right. And everyone's like, what did you do, Miguel well, Ferrer? The- <laughs> Miguel Ferrer's reaction to this is he goes, ah! <laughs> like, it's a high-pitched scream. Chucks it like just chucks the spear, gets the fuck out of there. Yep, wailing like a child. Yes, and it's great. Yeah, it's it he, is great. Is, like, like it is not the reaction you're expecting, but it's probably the perfect reaction. Really, it's believable. Where he's just blown up a man's chest. Yeah, like he's he's, and those two could have been friends. They were both assholes. Yeah. <laughs> So. Assholes do tend to, do tend to clump together. Yeah. yeah, they didn't seem friendly though, because like that was also the guy that was like, "Do you need help with that?" And he's just like, "Fuck you." Yeah, but you know, I don't. Know, he was months. like that to everybody. True. Yeah. yeah, but either way, yeah, Miguel Ferrer just accidentally shark burst that dude. Yeah, <laughs> he just shark pooned an Australian yeah. man. Yeah, and everyone, I mean, they all get out of there. Uh, yeah, but they all kind of want to give him shit, and he's like. I look, he f- tripped back. I don't know. And the doctor's like, shh, it's okay, Lambkins. Come here. Yeah. <laughs> Let me hold you. <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. think. Yeah. And she's like, here. And she starts yeah. prepping a needle. And he's like, what's that? What are you doing? She's like, I just want you to calm down a yeah. little bit. And then he's like, no. No shot. No. 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 Freaks out <laughs> until Greg Evigan just gets him in a goddamn chokehold and is like, Take the shot, motherfucker. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go yeah. to sleep. <laughs> but he doesn't. And it doesn't seem to calm him down. It calms well, him down to he, where he just goes and sits on a couch yeah, and he, starts hallucinating. He gets, he gets fetal with the doctor for just a second. So he's just like, uh, and then she's like, okay, 
now that you're okay, I gotta go get some medical supplies. Because yeah. the other two are off to do something. Greg uh, Evigan and Nancy Everhart. I think they're prepping... They have to prep something. two things. The decompression yeah. chamber and the sub. Sure. Okay. So what, they're, so they're they, dealing yeah, with this, the sub I mean, they're, we're, we're down to like four four people. No, five yeah. people are alive now, right? Because the... No. No, the Australian dude has four. chest blown up. Yeah, it's four people. Four people. Yeah. yeah. And this has happened quickly. Yeah, pretty quick. Yeah, like, like the, this. So yeah, the doctor, Doctor Bueller, goes over and is like, "I got to get a couple things," and then he just like starts hallucinating, full on space dimension, like sees dead, you know, Australian dude. And, yeah, who's about to attack him with a spear, yeah. and he flips out and takes off and runs straight to the escape pod. Which I, I will say, you know, that's that's the thing that's frustrating about this movie is like they have they have painted the picture adequately in certain places multiple times because he's like several times has said, why don't we just get in the skate pod and get the fuck out of here? And they're basically like, air's not hooked up. We won't be able to decompress. We will explode or implode or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. uh, as we go up. I mean, they have pointed this out several times to this dumbass. Just like, take the escape pod. So of course in his panic, what does he do? But run and jump. Cause he thinks pod. about it for half a second. When he shuts the door, he's like, fuck it. And then hits the thing to launch the thing. Yeah. Cause Greg Evigan and Nancy Everhart are like, Dude, no, <laughs> you're not decompressed. And well, yeah. it's the doctor that's up there that almost gets chopped in half again. That's right. she, she almost gets the same fate as the yeah. as the captain because yeah. she's like trying to grab at him, and while the hatch is closing yeah. for the escape thing, mm-hmm. and then gets blown back by the water. Yeah, and luckily Greg Evans yeah. gets back quick enough to yank her down. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, but this for our launches himself. Yeah, and the way this thing's designed is crappy too because it basically just like starts letting water in. Because of the way oh, the it whole fires thing off. is very badly designed to have yeah, like one why, escape. Why even have a door that shuts? Why have one <laughs> escape vehicle and yeah. on a thing with all of these people? Like, yeah, you know, ten yeah. people couldn't fit in there. I no. think they could have. I just think it, was it more like, like it fit maybe four to six. Maybe yeah. I don't know, but yeah. maybe maybe they knew that not Leviathan wouldn't leave that many alive. So yep. But yeah, but <laughs> why M- bother? Miguel Ferrer, he's uh, <laughs> he's moving on up mm. and out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's uh, it's counting like they were down at forty five fathoms and the numbers going low, you know counting down counting down and then it's you know be, it's becoming unfathomable yeah and, and and they go back to them and they're just like what the fuck are we gonna do and and uh, it, and they say like well it, he's already I, I hope he I hope he's happy okay Kirk is like, I'm gonna kill that son of a bitch and yeah Doctor Bueller's just like he's already dead. he's already dead cut to like we, yeah we, cut to him bleeding out his nose and then looking at his arm where the veins are like rippling through mm-hmm. and then just blood starts pu- pouring out of his face yeah it's, yeah it's basically the entire ebola sequence in like 10 seconds yeah. yeah yeah i mean and then there's just a blood splatter on the wall and then that's it yeah we don't get a good like head burst no. scanners we, thing we or any of that they didn't up. they didn't they didn't fill a dummy with juice and no. blow it up <laughs> i was a little disappointed shotgun. yeah yeah, they just they just splatter. They probably well. did film it and it got cut because this is the kind of movie oh, that would yeah. have all that kind of gore in it. Yeah, and it just doesn't. Um, is it? Is it an R? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. All them t- t- titty nipples. <laughs> <laughs> titty nipples. I, I know there's like I, I want to say there's only like only one fuck that Miguel Ferrer says. There's a few the fucks. Movie. Are there? Yeah, few fucks are given. There's at least <laughs> one because I mean there's a baby involved at a certain point. Yeah, we, that yeah. was an off-screen fuck. Oh. That baby was not made during the oh, screen yeah. time and, of this and, film. And at some point after they got back, oh, yeah. the doctor diagnosed uh, her as when they, with child. When they brought her back from the thing that she had been trapped in where the captain died, they have strapped her into a chair and they have like brain sensors on her mm-hmm. and then immediately give her like a sonogram. And it's like, well, what? That's, that's later. I mean, they mm-hmm. the brain thing. OK, so 
you would think there are better ways to check for a concussion than hooking up, like, you know, whatever weird <laughs> brain apparatus that thing was. Yes. But it is a concern that she would have, have been concussed in a certain situation being... Certainly. I mean, not to mention the fact that, like, all these people would have been dead at the... Sli- I mean, it, again, going back to, like, the space thing, where it's like, yes. you know, when you are in a compressed tube, it doesn't take much force from the outside to you would be puncture crushed. the hole. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just saying, like, these a lot of these things take a lot of hits. From the outside and things yeah. get rocked around or and a lot. And so what you're saying is this is just as believable as Moonfall. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Correct. All right. And I, I, th- I think perhaps that the, uh, the the aliens and that and the Arthur Potter related. Okay. I think it's part of the shared universe. That's oh. my it's my new Neato. My new my new theory. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm for it. Yeah. <laughs> and Ferris Bueller's mom was not actually in it. She was actually a figment in Miguel Ferrer's mind the entire oh. time. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just the three of them, and they're just like, well, nothing much we can do. Uh, I don't know. They just decide to fix something anyway. It's like, hey, why don't you go fix this, and then we'll decompress and go. Yeah. And well, he's like, we, well, they basically have like, to wait for it. Yeah, he's like, he I has to get, get the sub. sub. Yes, he, he goes he, to he get has the to bring sub. the sub around, and then while he's gone, there's a knock at the door, the hatch. Yeah. <laughs> And the doctor yeah. lady's like, yeah. let me go see who this is. Candy cream. <laughs> Just water rushing in and the monster as yeah. well. UNICEF. Uh, <laughs> but it just tap, tap, tap. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? Land shark. Don't answer that. Yeah. <laughs> who would it be? What Candy is wrong Graham. with you? I can understand. In most movies, you have one character who we know is dead, but the other characters haven't seen them disappear. Mm-hmm. And so there's always one person holding a torch for maybe Billy's still alive. We got to get Billy, you know? And so that would have made sense here. Like, oh, maybe that character's still alive. That's them on the other I side of the door. I think they thought it was Greg Evigan, like, showing up with the sub or whatever. Not I mean, at that door. <laughs> no, probably not. But they also have just seen some shit. So maybe they weren't thinking yeah. clearly. No, they, she was not. Yeah. But no, the, the yes, the, the Leviathan knocked. <laughs> yes yeah uh, uh so he bursts like they they are able to shut the door yeah and the two of them are on opposite sides of the room yes and, and <laughs> nancy everhard goes i think it's in here <laughs> and keep in mind this is a smaller room than their big room this is a very tiny yes. room oh this is this is like the clinic you know, yeah. and like this a- is like waist deep water this isn't even chest deep water yeah. so they should like really have a good understanding of it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it. It's huge. Yep. But they don't. And yeah. yeah. And it pops up and attacks the doctor. Yeah. Of course, she, after just after she's given the whole speech about, oh, you're going to come visit me on my farm in Vermont. They did, They gave her a moment. New Hampshire. I made, or, it. I, I, I made it for the two of them are talking and they, for some reason said, let's film a moment to give this, this doctor lady a bit of character so that, she will die in the next scene and then you will know something about her not her name nope. <laughs> but that she has a farm yeah and why don't you come she had a dog on that farm which what? like further really actually just backs up my theory that she's not a real character <laughs> she's really just an, she's the emotional support animal of all the other characters in this movie well that is true yeah. but it's such a weird invite because she's like you can come see me at my farm i have a porch that we could sit on and i'm like uh okay that you could literally do that anywhere like y'all could sit anywhere like what but would you be on a porch in new hampshire chuck i just i would never invite someone to my house and say we have a porch we can sit on it's like what the fuck 
So anyway. It depends on how pleasant it is. Yeah. So the monster is like... I mean, you can like, sit on the porch, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So the monster is like, I'm going to get Ferris Bueller's mom here. Uh, you get in the decompression chamber. Go. And Dr. Lady deals with the monster by <laughs> charging up the shock paddles. Yep. <laughs> and this could be something neat, and they they just don't do it right. She appears to be shocking it over and over and over again, not touching the water, but the monster itself. While she's riding its back. Basically. Not clear, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, she's not clear. It is clear what she's doing. Yeah. But she, she is not clear of she, the monster. She gets pinned against the wall. It's got like a claw hand that it's got around her neck. And then she charges the paddles one more time and then just slaps them in the water. Yeah. So she's dead. We think the monster is dead. And honestly, if that had been the end of the monster, I would have been like, that's fucking stupid. But we all know how there's going to be one more surprise. Here's the monster. But yeah, Greg Evigan shows up and he's like, what the fuck? And so they get in the decompression chamber and then they just take a nap while they decompress. And then there's about six minutes left until the reactor goes off and the computer's like, hey, wake up. You're decompressed. Get out of here. Mm -hmm. So they get the sub and they go and the thing blows up and they're like, uh oh, shockwave! And the computer simulation of the shockwave that they're seeing on their little monitor is just this little column that you see a little blip in, and all of a sudden, this colored the column fills in with this color, and the sound effect goes. <laughs> yep, it's, it's yeah. real silly. It's, it's not really it, alarming. It's no, it's it's like it's like a <laughs> Commodore sixty four going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes the opposite tractor beam sound from the Star Wars. Like when you go like, <laughs> yes, it goes. <laughs> So it's like, like look oh, out, shockwave. Hang on to something. And Slide whistle. They have been saying hang on to something whenever there's a shockwave coming at them, and no one hangs on to anything. Nope. nope. That's how they all got fucked up when the... When this the- is why these people are so stupid. They are incredibly concussed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. They all needed to be yeah. hooked up to the brain machine. Yeah, they were basically like all like, you know, like 12-year NFL players at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So anyway, they get up to the surface and are basically like, Cool, we made it. Launch the the life raft. Get in it, lady. And then as Greg Evigan takes one foot and starts to put it in the raft, here's the monster. Mm-hmm. Monster's there, and you're like, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, not exploding from decompression, by the way. No, the monster's fine. Yep. Yeah, he's an arthropod. It's, it's also the all monster. The, all the stuff that's compressed is on the inside. Was trapped in the station when it exploded because there was no way out for that thing. Nope. Uh, there was not. So. However, <laughs> it's fine, and it's here now, and it's attacking Greg Evigan. And he's like, well, I'm just going to dump the fuel on the mini-sub. And light everything on fire. I got a flare gun here. So he does that, and mm-hmm. Nancy Everhard just stares at the direction where he used to be after the sub explodes. Mm-hmm. And just stares for like the longest time. And finally, he pops up behind her. And this gives us plenty of time to look at that backdrop in the uh, the big tank. It's right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it is right there. And, you know, I, I've said this about a few movies recently, but this is another case of this image is too clear. I can see the the mural painted on this tank. Mm-hmm. I it, yep. the, the suspension of disbelief is broken because I can see it. And I, again, this is probably the first time I've ever seen it look like that. It's bad. It just looks bad. Yeah. But. But anyway, he pops up, and uh, it does not do the horror movie thing of one more blip type. Is the monster's dead, and they paddle somewhere in a direction. <laughs> yeah, they're dead. They are totally dead. Yeah. 
They're so. in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, they were actually in purgatory the entire time. That's oh. really the secret ending of Deep Star Six. Neat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that that it's just it's over. It ends. They defeated the Deep Star Six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, people won Deep Star Six. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Which so. sounds like it won, but really, it's W O N W O N. I don't know. O-N-E. It ate eight people. <laughs> okay, so Deep it didn't Star really eat them. It just kind of ripped them in half. Deep well, Star, Deep Star eight. Yeah, and people two. Yes, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> There's your scorecard. <laughs> right. It's uh, all over. The World Cup is over. Does anyone really win when they play the Deep Star Six? No, nah, sometimes it can end in a tie. Mm. Yeah. That's why soccer sucks. You're anyway. Not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's rate Deep Star Six. Uh I'll I'll go. Okay, if you're ready. Please um, go. Yeah, I mean here here's the thing. Like I I sound like I, I I complained a lot about this movie, and there are, there are aspects of it that are are bad. That being said, this is an incredibly watchable movie because of the sets and everything. When it's not you know piddling around and doing dumb shit, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and like I'm gonna give it two jocks. I'm real close to a three, honestly, but I'm gonna give it two just because it's not great. At the end of the day, like it's not a very well made movie, mm-hmm. um, but like it's. Just, just understand that I'm grading that on like this being my kind of genre of like you know mm. alien ripoffs are like my thing even if they're bad. Okay. Um, I'm just saying like you know I like industrial esque things. Guess like what? This. They like, are. I like bottle. <laughs> I like bottle episodes. You know, I mean, I like things where it's like people are trapped inside of a thing. You know, it's like that's super compelling for a plot device. But mm-hmm. this movie does a lot of not great too. I think the third act is pretty good. I think getting there is kind of a slog. But I do think the third act really whips along in a in a very good pace and gives you a lot of stuff to care about. I just could have used some of that in the first hour. I don't know. I, I like the design of the monster. I think it's kind of neat. I wish it had been more consistent. I, I like Miguel Ferrar freaking out. I think it's a very believable freak out that the experience that he goes through from start to finish of just kind of being disgruntled that he's there. Mm-hmm. And then just increasingly these bad things keep happening. Now... His decision to, to blow up the missiles is the worst. Like, just the absolute worst. Like, I have worked with some of the stupidest people. No one would have done this. Like, I, I, there's not... Thinking back on the worst employees I've ever had around me, I can't think of anyone, no matter how distracted they are, who would have plugged in this giant suitcase and flipped a bunch of switches and then said whatever thing like okay look out here we go we're doing it you know it's just like i've done one and the thing is is like in my case it might have been intentional (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying like he was a dumbass but also like scared the shit out of me too okay yeah I, I did not get that vibe yeah, from my girlfriend. No, 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 no. Like, like we were saying, you do question if he was working right. for the monster at some yeah. point. It, it's just a, it's just an unbelievable moment in the plot of just... Obviously, they were like, how do we get from this point to this point? And they were just, I don't know, do that. Uh, go, go, go. Because it's weird. The guy who uh, wrote this was friends with James Cameron. And James Cameron was like... Hey, maybe don't make an underwater movie while I'm making an underwater movie. And he was like, ah, it'll be fine, buddy. And then they had a falling out. Um, hmm. So. Was it worth it? I don't. I No, probably not. 
they have since reconciled, so that's good. Oh, cool. but, uh, oh gee. Yeah. I hope he's working on Avatar 18. Oh, yeah, I, I, I bet say. he is. He's got underwater experience. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, so he worked with Christian Stewart? <laughs> that's a good movie. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of alien knockoffs. That's a good movie. Uh, this is not, but it's fine. I'm going to give it a single jocks. I think the third act is worth getting to. I'll just say that. I wasn't feeling it for the first hour, but mm. once it gets there, I'm like, okay, this is all familiar, and I know what's going to happen, but yeah. whatever. Whatever. <laughs> so that was one? Yes, one. One. One jocks. Yeah. I guess I'm balancing it out, because I'm going two jocks. Okay. And it's just... Yeah, well, I, it, I said I was close to three. I, oh, I was you only two. went two? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well... Because like I said, I, at the end yeah. of the day, after, you brought I, up the I, I have to realize that yeah. this movie's not great. Yeah, I, I think it's just because the second half doesn't stop moving that I can accept it. But man, it, it's like, at this point, you probably shouldn't even attempt to knock off Alien. And back in 1989, you probably shouldn't have done it either. You know, it, it just... Well, do it. Just do it right. Re- like, realize why what works and why it works. I mean... But that's the thing. I can't think of anyone who I can't did. think of anyone who's pulled it off. Like Except that, maybe aliens. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, anytime you've got an underwater monster movie, like, Underwater is a freaking kaiju movie, and, you know, The Abyss is way more than just about oh, underwater there's, aliens. Yeah, there's got to be a... There's, I'll have to give it some thought. It's My brain is, like, cycling through sure. split second. Everyone, fucking yeah, everything. There just like, has to know. be a good horror bottle yeah. movie sure. somewhere yeah. out there yeah. that that pulls it off in a way that doesn't... Yeah. That isn't as I mean, good as Alien. No, but nothing's going to be as good as Alien. But I mean, yeah. I'm thinking like, I mean, you, you could argue like something like Pitch Black is kind of alienish. I mean, that's they're trapped. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, yeah. there are things with that that borrow from the Alien milieu without being directly the like stuck in a, a, a ship or a yeah. thing directly right. like Alien, like like this does, and not well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, write in with your Alien ripoff. That was pretty good. <laughs> Yeah. ideas excuse me okay. yeah but yeah we're uh we're we're close to clearing out all those 1989 underwater alien movies aren't we what's left i no, this was it <laughs> you know i've never seen the deep is that an alien is that an alien movie is that no, just a diving movie it's just a diving movie. okay and it's not good it's fine is it just a drama thing it basically oh, okay. there, there's some treasure and some pirates and Ooh. shit but... i don't know why that's always like i think maybe because the cover looks like these covers that's yeah. why I always yeah. think like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. I uh, even though that was like going for a Jaws ripoff cover, but yeah, yeah. Lords of the Deep is a Roger Corman movie, so mm. it's gonna suck ass to begin with. Yeah, let alone be a ripoff of everything else. I think the only plus is like it's like seventy two minutes long or something. So yeah. If it, if we are ever in need of like we gotta go, we'll watch Lords of the Deep. But yeah, I, it's does not. That, does that start Nancy Everhard? <laughs> it should, yeah. but no, I don't believe it does. Yeah. That also sounds like a name of a porn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I had forgotten about Metal Tornado uh-huh. because that was 10 years ago this month that we watched Metal Tornado. Hell yeah. 10 years ago. Okay. <laughs> it, it, it's been a while. Yeah. It's just that's that's how long it's been since Metal Tornado. I don't remember Greg Evigan in it at all. Mm. 
He was some. He was probably he was, some teenager's father. He was in a position of power or something. Yeah. He was maybe he, like. Did he not have his beard? He probably didn't have. His no, beard. he probably. He, I don't think he has oh, his beard then, anymore. Yeah. But oh, then what the fuck is he? He doing? was probably like Lou Diamond Phillips's ex-wife's new husband. Oh yeah, that kind of thing. And he's yeah. like, look here at the Weather Institute. We don't listen to your bullshit about metal tornadoes, Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> Go chase your white whale somewhere else. Get out of here. That all sounds about right. I, I think I'm right. Yeah. I have no idea. I think you're right. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and assume you're right. Thanks. My memory's so cheese, but whatever. You're welcome. Uh, metal Tornado. Holy yeah. God. Yeah, we we liked Metal Tornado. <laughs> yeah. A lot. It's dumb and it's fun. Twos and three jocks. Yeah. Well, and then the I next mean, week, like, we watched Megaforce. <laughs> and the week before that, we watched The Marine. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. That's a good run. Yeah. Yeah. Or when we had so many good movies to choose from, now we've run through so many of them. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, we still find there. I'm just plenty. saying, like, you yeah. know, back then There's it was like shooting, shooting fish in a barrel. Was. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's just firing off nukes yeah. <laughs> right under your feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watching. Question Does Miguel Ferrer get an ensign? Uh, yes. I'm. I feel like I he, think I, I think it's a yes. Yeah, because he freaks out pretty good. I guess. I mean, I guess I would give it for when he goes into full space dimension mode. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, I don't know that he ever has like a true instant moment. I mean, he does kind of like scream like a girl when he stabs the one dude. That's pretty good. But. Yeah, he doesn't just stab him. Well, <laughs> he you know. stabs him, but then his chest inflates that dude's chest. Yeah, that dude looks right down. in the like, right in the lung. Imagine being that dude. I just like, no, I would prefer not to. Yeah. Just, what that, the fuck, Miguel Ferrara? Yeah, it's that of a degloved dick. You got a rough go of it, this movie. Yeah. Just stop saying that, all of you. What? Whatever it is you're saying. Oh, okay. Just unpeeling the banana, man. Ah, uh, man, you know what you could do if you like this kind of content <laughs> is you can go over to patreon.com slash bmfcast and you can peel off all of your bananas. And by that, I mean uh, the money in your wallet. <laughs> your money bananas. Your money bananas. Into our, our, our wallet buttholes. Our wallet buttholes. <laughs> sure. I don't know. This metaphor doesn't make any sense anymore. No, I'm following it yeah. fine. Uh, Patreon.com slash BMFCast. Uh, donate as little as a dollar a month. It will get you a dollar a month. I'll get you. I don't know why. <laughs> what with my voice Yep. It'll get you access to things like uh, Bamfcast Extra, uh, which yep. is basically a whole other episode of Bamfcast with just Chuck and I. Um, yeah, generally speaking, um, it's where we watched Deep Star Six a yeah. few weeks ago. <laughs> Lies. It could You're be a liar. I would have believed you. I'm going to go. I'm going to log into the site, which I haven't done in years. Great, and I'm going to search for it. It's probably saved in drafts. If you had pulled, you wouldn't delete it. If you had pulled that joke. 20 minutes into the movie, I would have 100% believed you. I thought about it. But 100%. Then, I would have been like, that makes sense. But you stopped. You you became very invested in it. And I was like, you know what? I can't. It won't work now. Uh, so it was uh, it was hitting hard. I cannot explain that that feeling. Just that just that like I didn't think I'd ever seen this movie to like, holy shit. How many times have I seen this or did it just burn into mm, my brain somehow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, like, the decompression scene, like, when that started happening, I was like, I it suddenly remember. I mean, there were so many things that when they started happening, I was like, I have totally seen this movie. Sure. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Anywho. 
Ah, uh, let's get out of here, shall no, we? No, oh. wait. Don't write us. Oh, write us. Go yes, there, there's other contact. Yes, there's other contact information. Yeah. Email us, bmf at bmfcast.com. Give us a call. Wake up the Garfield phone. 910-5-JOCKS-BMF. 910-556-9263. Save it in your phone. Call it when you're on a train. You can Call it when you're on it, a long haul. Mm-hmm. If you're falling asleep, you're driving your truck. You're like, man, I ran out of episodes. Yeah. I need some content. Like, man, I'm having trouble keeping it yeah. between the mustard and the mayonnaise. I got to call it in the bathcast, man. Yep. Do it. Be our good buddy. <laughs> yeah. You got to talk yourself awake. Yeah. That's that's what, that's how yes. it works, man. Tell us the story. You don't have to talk to us like that. And guess fact, what? And, and, we will, if you don't. and we will give you new content. Right. And, and later t- that week. Yeah. We will just turn around and regurgitate your content back at you yes mm-hmm. and then and we'll we talk will about discuss it, it. Yeah. yeah it's a perfect uh, and, and immediate debate. it's a perfect immediate solution to your problem of falling asleep at that yeah. moment is the delayed gratification of podcasting yes yep. and then we will debate whether you lived or died mm-hmm. much yep. like the man on the fiber one train it's true <laughs> he died <Yeah>. he's dead <laughs> he died may he rest in peace he didn't die amway he died his way on that note, <laughs> we need to get out of here. Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. And, and this is Bamcast out. 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 Bamcast out. Bamcast out.